are listening to Metal Shop's Backstage Pass. Ah, welcome back to Metal Shop's Backstage Pass, episode 127. Hey guys, what's up? Yo, I'm Ian Reese, that's Kevin Deers. Hello. We got Ryan the Beard over here. Hi. We got Seashell Shelly Shell over here. What's up, Sess? <laughs> hey, what's up? Hey, my girlfriend's back in town. The girls are back in town. So does that mean we can't, like, razz Ian too hard or she's going to beat our asses? <laughs> no, she's going to join in on uh, you and make me want to kill I myself. Will join in. It, it means we get to double down. <laughs> she actually probably has more stories than we would ever think Man, to know. God, she, she was taking pictures of me while I was asleep this morning. Ooh, that's <laughs> creepy. That's what I said. What? Hey, like, what? What's wrong? We need to give uh, Sadaf a, uh, the, the 24-hour Metal Shop Instagram takeover <laughs> where she just posts <laughs> candid photos Dude, of you. no. Nobody needs to give see her that. that. Password. No, yeah. I don't even remember. What, first of all, <laughs> no. Second of all, no. Remember when you were trying <laughs> to do sketchy Ian Instagram Facebook page or whatever? When Kevin and I lived together, he was like, he was heartfelt set on starting some Facebook page called Sketchy Ian. We would, I would take pictures of him like blunted out on the couch, just taking <laughs> shots and bong rips, and I'm just like looking like a homeless degenerate <laughs> piece of forties. <laughs> Yes. I might have to start something then. Oh, no. <laughs> Hashtag hey. make Ian sketchy again. The thing is, like, it wouldn't be hard. <laughs> it would probably be really entertaining, actually. Oh, for about five minutes. Anyway, welcome back, motherfuckers. It's a backstage pass, and uh, it's been a pretty rad year for Metal Man. There's been a lot of great shows. Uh, fucking Pain in the Grass was the most metal Oof. pain in the grass ever. Yeah. Slayer, Lamb of God, Anthrax. Napalm Death yeah. Testament, dude. <laughs> that was day one of Pain in the Grass. Can you say that, that KISW was the most metal it's ever been this year just based on that alone? Uh, I mean, yeah. Totally, <laughs> Probably. Uh, there was a lot of great records that came out, a lot of great shows, like I said, um, a lot of good news stories. We've covered a bunch of it on both on this podcast, on the show. We've done a ton of killer interviews. I would suggest go back and listen to some of them. We, yeah. we interviewed uh, we interviewed Harm's Way. We interviewed Paul Bearer. Dude, tons of awesome local bands, too. Yeah. Uh, I'm, okay, so just, I mean, like, we don't have any of this in front of us, I don't think, unless you guys do. What are yeah. some of the news stories that, that, that came off, uh, off the top of your head, at least just now? The first one I'd say is probably uh, the sad news about Vinnie Paul. Yes. Vinnie Paul passed. Vinnie, Vinnie Paul from Pantera and Damage Plan and Hell Yeah and all those bands passing away very early. I think it was about 54 years old. He had a heart attack. Uh, so uh, what are some of the other news stories? I mean, like, uh, dude, for As I Lie Dying got back together? That was That weird. was crazy. Hey, you know what? For what it's worth, I didn't go, but our man Neil went to the show. He said he was packed as f- Oh, I believe He it. said it was seriously sold out. There were so many people there. I don't care. I'm not going to go to that. I'm not going to support it. But, hey, man. Whatever. People love it. So um, Last time I checked, this is America. People, for me personally, just something that came up on my timeline today, a cool story was uh, local band Oxygen Destroyer getting love from Trevor from Black Dahlia Murder. Yeah, uh, that's right. He actually put them on his top uh, year-end list. Are one you of serious? his favorite metal albums. And and that guy tours and relentlessly buys CDs. That guy is like diehard CD collector still. And so he sees yeah. a lot of the openers. And that's, that's also cool that he like checks out the openers. And he put them, I think, as like number 15 on his top fi- uh, top 100 metal albums of the year. Uh, let's see what else happened uh, in the Northwest this year. Uh, Studio 7 yes. came to uh, RIP. an end. And from the ashes of that uh, came Club Sur, so actually That's, uh, a pretty rad venue. Yeah, it's pretty rad. Uh, Sadaf and I had our first date ever. Yes. Which was cool. Uh, Cattle Decap, who else played that show? Is that really in 2018? That's no, no, got to no. be 2017. No, I'm just 
Oh, studio oh, you're talking shutting about down. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm just talking about like our first date was at Studio Seven. Yeah. Who else played that show? Do you remember? I, I mean, don't. I don't either. We were too busy making out <laughs> and being hot. But uh, Devin Townsend, we saw that year too. Man, there's been so many good shows there. So that came to an end. Anything else? I mean, there's so Ryan much. Ryan the Beard kind of became a, the, Cana- the Canada, uh, Ooh, United he's the States uh, kind of liaison. Tell us a little bit about your 2018, man. You also did some touring and uh, your album was released. Um, finally. Booked a lot of bands, booked a lot of rad tours, saw a lot of Canada that I had never seen before, made a lot of new friends, put out an album. It's been a good year. Yeah. How many guitars did you buy this year? Jesus. Uh, three. Nice. Uh, for a grand total of how much money? Like $25,000? Uh, <laughs> a, a lot. <laughs> More than you'd like to admit, probably. Yeah. Cool. So go, uh, don't rob Ryan's house. Wink, wink. Stay away. <laughs> One thing that's cool to see is uh, local record stores. There's some good ones. Uh, one that opened in 2018 was Fat Cat Records. Our man Baxter. Uh, oh, yeah. Running and a, and uh, his dad, too. Yep, yeah. Running him and his dad and his brother. They're uh, running a family business over there in Wallingford. God, that's awesome. Got a lot of metal stuff in there, so uh, definitely check it out. I got Municipal Waste's original pressing of Hazardous Mutation nice. for my birthday. That's awesome. So that was sweet. And... Uh, yeah, man, just a, a really good year, a solid year for, for metal. I can't say so much as far as, like, geopolitically, but uh, you know what? As far uh, as music yeah. goes, I'd say it was a pretty solid year. And a lot of heavy hitters coming out with records. Uh, and, and this podcast is, is, is all about that. It's the Metal Shop Top 30 Metal Albums of 2018. So how do you guys want to do this? Uh, well, I think, I, I, dude, if we sat down and tried to play songs from every one of these bands, it, it would just be a... In three hours long. It would be like an episode of Metal Shop, you know, so. Let's just do a round, round table. Let's just so, go Ian, through it. You, I mean, you go first, and then Ryan, and then me, and we'll just kind of talk about each album real well, quick. Well, I think we should just go through each album. We can, you know. Anyway, so let's just start, yeah, at number 30. Uh, we're going down to L.A., uh, a band called Terrorizer that was around forever and ever and ever, man. It was cool to see them come back, man. Yeah, they came back this year with a record called Caustic Attack, so we stuck that one at number 30. Off of the end records, uh, the, the the label there. So that's number thirty on Metal Shops, top there. I mean, we can kind of go through these and stop. You sure. know, we have I, stories and such and such. But yeah, Ryan, hit us. What's twenty nine? Let's keep going here. Twenty nine is Soulfly. Max Cavalera still holding down the fort. This one was a uh, a. It was a logical next step in the progression that he's been going in over the last couple of years, a little bit more death metal oriented, but still full of those chuggy, chuggy riffs that that guy seems to be a master of. I feel like they simplified a little bit on this one, just down to the straight, like, left-handed mastery of just head-banging, idiotic, caveman, awesome, just undeniable riffage. I feel like going on the the uh, back to the old Sepultura classic tours and doing the Nail Bomb tour, it might have like reinvigorated him, playing with his brother again, doing those killer Cavalera conspiracy records. And Soulfly's getting better and better. I mean, when they first started, they were... Like, no shame. They were a straight-up new metal band, and uh, they're better and better, and it's just like, it sounds like classic Sepultura stuff now, and uh, damn, I just wish they would have uh, gotten that trademark. <laughs> I just wish they owned the Sepultura trademark, because it pretty much sounds like old-school Sepultura. Man, I just remember Sepultura coming through a couple years ago, and then a week later, Soulfly came, or Cavalier Conspiracy came through, and they played the same damn set. And it was and like it was ten times better. So much better. Yeah, that one of the news stories this year was that uh, uh, in an interview, Max Max said, God damn it, I wish we had kept the name. Right? <laughs> you're like, all right, after all these years, yeah, you'll say it. But anyway, all right. So a band that you wouldn't really think, I mean, what other bands are from Salt Lake City? I know there are a few. A few Ooh, good ones. Eagle Twin. Eagle Twin's from there. Gaza Twin. used to be from there. Cult Leader. 
Yeah, so Visigoth coming in at number... Sorry, I don't mean to steal your thunder there, baby. That's all good, number man. I'll do 27. All right, cool. Yeah, so man. Visigoth, this is... Conqueror's Oath, little power metal, fantasy yeah, metal. I think this is like one of the only power metal bands on this list, and uh, our man Neil, he is all about Visigoth, so shout out to Neil. I know he's uh, he's got some crazy stuff going on in 2019, so shout out to Neil. Thanks for listening, and uh, Visigoth, man, 28, 20, uh, 28 there for us. Uh, 27 is a band that unfortunately had uh, some visa issues this year and was uh, not able to play Modified Ghost Festival, but the record kicked ass, and uh, coming back with the, the arrow of Satan is drawn on Peaceville Records, the mighty bloodbath, making it in at 27 on the Metal Shop Top 30 albums of 2018. Uh, bloodbath, man, I mean, what can we really say? They got the riffs, they're old school death. Uh, we got Nick from uh, Paradise Lost on vocals, and nice. it's cool that uh, he gets to do both a death metal band and then like a gothic doom band. So, uh, new Bloodbath, man, check it out. We haven't played like a ton of songs off of it. We've played stuck to like a couple singles, but I'd say we need to. Uh, Diversify there yeah. and play a bunch of it, man. It's, it's good stuff. Yep. Coming in at 26, the toughest of the tough, Ooh. Harm's Way with Post Human. Chicago. I really, I really, really dug this record. It's got all the elements of a classic hardcore record that you want to hear with a really fresh take, a lot of influences coming from other genres. And I love, this is has to be one of my favorite album covers of the year because it looks nothing like you would expect a hardcore or metal album cover totally. to look like. You know, seeing as uh, this is their first album on uh, Metal, metal Blade, Crit. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I thought that was a really bold f- choice for them to go in that artistic direction right out of the gate on a brand new label that has put out just some really, really oh, epically classic, heavy bands. Yeah. Uh, it's got some industrial elements to it. It's heavy as all balls. We got to interview Harm's Way this yeah, year. Yeah, they came up to the... It was super cool of them. I love it when bands, when they're in town and they have the opportunity uh, to take some time earlier in their day instead of walking around, watching people throw fish at each other and shit. Right. And then just uh, hanging out with us. So that was really cool. And awesome move for Metal Blade to pick them up as well, I thought. I know you just talked about Harm's Way, but Ryan, I want you to go a little bit deeper on this next 25, man. I know it was one of your favorite records of the year. Man, Psychroptic put out one of the most crushing albums that they have put out in a very long time. As the Kingdom Drowns, they went in some new artistic directions, including some... uh, not necessarily singing sections, but but more cleaner vocals oh, that we're used we know to you out love of that. that band, and they've uh, they've really really just stepped it up. Everything about this record absolutely crushes, and you got to give props to them. The band's from Australia, and they tore their tails mm, off. Tasmania, to they make it happen. And uh, next year they'll be turning twenty years old. So. Good for them, man. As the Kingdom Drowns, uh, number 25. Number 24, one of the ones that came out a little earlier this year, I remember. Uh, Skeletal Remains. Yeah, these guys are from Whittier, California, which is Southern California. These guys are... uh Three very, very Hessian-looking dudes. They are uh, very thrashy, but very death metal-y. And these guys are on one of the most, like, seriously clutch underground metal labels. It's called Dark Descent. If you've never heard of Dark Descent, you're more familiar with like the nuclear blasts, the metal blades, and stuff like that. Definitely check out Dark Descent. Last year, they put out the Blood Incantation. Uh, they put out so much good stuff. And this year, they topped it with Skeletal Remains. This record is such a headbanger, man. It, it, it is like uh, some obituary mix with Overkill, but just straight riffage. That's it's a heavy, good, uh, man. It's, it's a good combination. It's heavy. Oh, uh, dude, okay. This is our first trip over to Sweden. 
on the list so far uh, this year. Another band with visa problems. Yeah, number 23. Ah, Jesus. Surreption, dude. Number 23, uh, Monument of the End. Really, really good stuff, man. Some technical death metal with some just... Like, ah, uh, undeniable groove parts. Some crushing groove stuff. This band really, really set the pace with their previous record, Engineering the Void, and that was such a monster record that uh, it was hard for me to wrap my head around how they would possibly manage to live up to those expectations, seeing as they put the bar so high. And they really did nothing but smash through that ceiling and raise the bar to a whole nother level with Monument at the end. If you haven't checked out that record, highly, highly recommend it. Yeah, that was so that's number 24. Moving on up. Number no, that was twenty three, dude. Oh, twenty three. Oh Jesus, see so Christ. Oh, twenty two. Uh, la- like was it last year or the year before when Aboth uh, left Immortal? I, it was and, the year before. So yeah, and he left Immortal, started his own project, and uh, that's going really well for him. So I was not sure how to take a new Immortal record. Would it be as epic? Would it be as as, as fierce as the last Immortal records? It's been almost ten years since the last like full length Immortal records. We got Demonaz and Horg. Uh, do you say Horg? Horg? I would just say Horg. I don't know. Is that after you know? Horg? Horg! H-O-R-G-H. Horg! I'm just going to say Horg. Uh, Demon Az, uh, obviously doing the vocals, the guitarists, the songwriting. He's really the main mastermind behind Immortal. Now, their new record, Northern Chaos Gods, really delivered fierce Immortal stuff. It is, it is, uh, it's awesome. It's good. Man. It lives up. It's a uh, nuclear blast. It came out, I believe, in the summer. Uh, and uh, yeah, new Immortal record. Can't go wrong, but it definitely delivered and, uh, and, and stood up to the name. Oakland. What's up? Oakland, this is... Uh you know, Matt Pike uh, made a lot of moves this year, dude, and also cut one of his toes off, I think, on accident. He Isn't put that? out two killer <laughs> records. <laughs> and lost a toe. He two lost records. a fucking toe. Gained two records, lost a toe. So Oakland, I'll California. I'll take the records. Electric the Messiah. Toe. I think the, uh, the, the album title uh, was kind of a dedication to Lemmy. It was, man. Mm-hmm. So that came out earlier this year. So that's coming in at number 21. So we're cracking into the Metal Shop Top 20 Albums of the Year now. Coming in at number 20, Hate Eternal with Upon Desolate Sands. Eric Rutan throwing down the gauntlet, raising the bar once again, showing us all how death metal truly should be done. That album is unrelenting. Riff after riff after riff, it punishes. It's not one for the... uh the noobs. That was no, going out to it. Travis the Virus, man. If we would have made a top 30 list without putting the new Hate Eternal on oh, that he one. He would have killed us all, man. I feel like he would have just been like, Metal Shop forever. He would have beat some See ass. See you next week. <laughs> so number 19 is one that I made sure had to be on this list. A band called Vane coming out with Error Zone. This was an incredible record. They really crossed over. They kind of started as more of like a hardcore screamo band. And this record has just, its they totally shifted up. They have some industrial, but it's just like punishing metalcore, hardcore. Uh, they've toured a ton of, with a ton of crazy tours this year. They toured with Code Orange. They toured with this uh, rap artist named Ghost Main. They have, uh, they're actually touring right now with Thursday. Uh, they toured with Every Time I Die and Turnstile. They wow. are really pushing things. They're and making moves. Exactly. They're, uh, they are the next big thing. They are on closed casket activities. And my personal, one of my personal favorite records of the year, Error Zone by Vane. It's hard. It's it hard. All right. Going over to Helsinki, Finland. Going overseas again. Uh, Amorphous. It's been uh, about three, three, four, yeah, three years since Under the Red Cloud, which I, I think, I don't even, did that even make our list in 2015? I can't even remember what I had for breakfast yesterday, let alone 
the metal shop top 30 from that year. But uh, let's see. Do, 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 do. Queen of Time, Nuclear Blast coming in at number 18. It's a good one. The B. I know that's one of your favorites there. Super melodic. Shelly Shelly. Shelly, yes. Shelly, Radio Shelly. Tell us a bit about it. Go into yeah, depth. Well, yeah, tell us all about it. Give us a thousand words. Put you right words. on the spot. <laughs> I haven't listened to it. Oh! <laughs> At least she's honest. <laughs> At least she's fucking honest. Hey, well, we'll, uh, we'll get that to you before the night is out. So that's, uh, what was that, number 18? Number 18, man. And number 17, I know that Ryan the Beard, he was like, he was adamant that Aborted was on this list because these guys are nothing like crazy it's it, you know what you're gonna get with an aborted record but i feel like this one was uh was st- straight to the point and it was good shit, man well with when it comes to aborted you don't want things to change right. they're one of those bands that do what they do so well you don't want anything new you want to put it on you want what you've heard before and they they do a good job of sticking to the formula doing what they have uh they're, they're doing what has made them what they are right. while still then, keeping it relatively yeah. fresh. They're Belgian, right? Very Belgian. From Belgian. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have the most ridiculous crowd call-outs. Mosh call-outs. Are, uh, definitely not like... Open up this <laughs> hole. <laughs> <laughs> definitely not like 2018. Any, they're not even 2010 friendly. No. Go open up this pit, you f***ing yeah. Go! Get violence, you sloppy vaginas. <laughs> Jesus, so f- Ridiculous. All so. right. So anyway, number uh, yeah. seventeen, aborted <laughs> Terror Vision on Century Media on the completely different spectrum of things. Uh, a band from Eugene, Oregon. Yeah. This band actually made it was number one for Decibel Magazine's uh, year end list. Wow. And this is a band that uh, it, it was an interesting album because in 2014, after the release of uh, their last record, Yob, uh, Mike Scheidt had some extremely difficult health problems that uh, almost saw him passing away. Um, so he came back from that, and I feel like a lot. A lot of that was channeled into this album, uh, Yob. There's actually some songs that deal with that, and uh, it's an extremely heavy record in so many different ways, not just musically, but lyrically, content-wise, artistically. This is, I think, Yob's like masterwork. Uh, this band is incredible. We don't always get to play this band as their songs are pretty fucking long. I'm talking like the average of like. 15 minutes, oh, yeah. the like the shortest, shortest song we had, like six, seven, seven minutes. So yeah. they are a little bit dense, a little bit longer. But when we get to it's just this band is incredible. And when you take the time to listen to this record, uh, I think you'll be able to know what I'm talking about. Uh, I want to take this next one, number 15. Yeah, uh, Ghostship Octavius. Um, have been really good friends of the show since the like initiation of their band. This they went since they started. Uh, you know, obviously, Van from Nevermore is in that band. Uh, we got Matt, Matt Wicklin from HIMSA, and, and God Forbid. And then Adon Fagnon, who when he was uh, brought into this band, was 19 years old. Man. Damn, dude. And he sings like a f***ing 70-year-old. Uh, he's he remi- oh, Man, I don't even know who he, he reminds me. deep, rat, like, hey. awesome voice. And not only that, Holy. I feel like that dude is kind of an old soul. He is. Like, for such a young guy, he's so, ba- like, I don't know, like... Uh, grounded, yep. and and a really amazing guitar player and and vocalist. So when they came up to see, uh, did you know Adon just moved back to Arizona? Wow. Okay. So he's no longer a Washington resident. But number fifteen this year was Ghost Ship Octavius with their album Delirium on uh, Iceburn Multimedia album uh, Records or whatever, Iceburn. which is their own kind of imprint. Yeah. So very cool. And this band uh, <clears throat> works really hard, man. And uh, uh, Dagna Celestia was playing bass with them for a while. Mm-hmm. And when they play shows, do they take it super seriously? Like it literally snows yeah. inside the venue when they do it. So uh, check out that record. It was a huge uh, step up and step forward for them. They're taking some uh, 
some kind of like not not necessarily gambles, but just steps forward. So good for them. Number number fifteen, go go ship Octavius. And number fourteen. Speaking of making a new move forward, this band's been playing around a long time. They have uh, really, I mean, this band is so professional. They've been known to do eight nine hour practice sessions these guys are just like seriously so on it and it's just two members they are an instrumental band and it's very different it's not just metal they have some jazz influences some super crazy time signatures polyrhythmic stuff we uh, i mean we we, i would like to say that we influenced one of these members into just writing some Dumbass, awesome, hardcore parts with the head banging and the thumbs up, man. Pound, Ryan, congratulations, dude. Thanks, guys. So Pound with their self-titled record, Pound, on Silent Pendulum Records. You can definitely support this. They sold out of the vinyl. They did a successful tour this year. Uh, they are already working on releasing their second, their follow-up record. Ryan, he he. we actually said you can't f***ing vote for this. We're going to vote for this, and uh, he, yeah. was, he was happy about that because you can't, I mean, you're too close to the subject to even vote on it so he right. he was silent on that one and uh you know it it could be a conflict of interest interest for him to even vote for it but regardless but ian and I, yeah ian and the i voted for that awesome. one in yeah we would have played it even if we didn't know this uh bearded motherfucker over here well thanks guys i really do appreciate it. a quick shout out to uh, michael kadner and silent pendulum for being cool enough and yeah. it's really an honor to be on a label with such really amazing bands like black table capsule implore phantom winter Hope Drone, a lot of these bands that uh, my bandmate and myself have really enjoyed for a very long time. So it's well, been a good year. Looking look forward, forward to 2019. To, yeah, dude. Uh, so keep, keep it running. We busted Ryan's balls for, what, seven years about and, when you're going to hear a record? When are you going to hear a record? When are you going to? Okay, here's four records in three fucking years. And it blew us away, man. Another record that blew us away, number 13, dude. This is another local record. And if you take a look at the things, we got 15 was Ghost Ship, 14 Pound, 13 making a run for it, dude. Another local band, Aetherius. Yeah. Their masterwork, dude, that is a word I'm going to use on this one as well, because Absentia, they released it on the Artisan era, and fuck, man, this is some some grade-A tech death, man. Dude, this blew me away. Yeah. Because I'll be honest, man, I I was aware of this band, but Mm -hmm. I I didn't realize- Their EP was great, but it wasn't- I didn't know that they were going to be bringing the heat like that. It's good, man. It's it's well-rounded. It's super, super, super technical, very, very proficient, and- uh, I'd say it's pretty it's guitar brutal. porny, man. Yeah. It's uh, it's wonderful stuff. And uh, shout out to Ethereus. Shout out to Kyle. Shout Kyle out to and Ben. Vance, yeah. And Vance. Uh, Vance doing double duties. Doing uh, obviously Devils of Luden, but uh, he's also singing for Ethereus. Killer man. All right, Anal Nothrock. We had to put it in here. Uh, you know, it's it's different and difficult when we when we have to we have to sit down as a three a three piece and try and come up with this list. It's, it's hard. I know we didn't it's, really like to talk too much about that before we started talking about it, which, by the way, we have to do on the show yes. uh, to preface how this all kind of comes together. Ian and I love this one. Ryan hates it. Oh, yeah. I, I was not a fan. Uh, <laughs> granted, <laughs> I, I really, really like everything else that Anal Nothrock has put out. I just wasn't feeling this record. It didn't hit whatever that mark is for me. But that could, being— Couldn't disagree more. But That being said— uh, this list is not about each of our personal preferences. Exactly. It's about what we played on the show, what we got requests for. Uh, you, the listeners, steer the vast majority of this list. Oh, absolutely. And, and so, dude, a new kind of horror, though, like to counter that, uh, I feel like they didn't they take a, they didn't take a step down in their direction. They just like simplified some of their stuff, and some of these riffs are just straight groove. Undeniable. Like if you're not banging your head, you don't have a fucking heartbeat. I don't, and I don't want to talk to you. 
it, Ryan, I love you, but no, no, it, it, it's I, I feel like they listen to a lot of ministry and then wrote a record. So if you're into uh, the more industrial side of uh, things, kinda. you might you might dig this record. All right, well, I with ministry, I also fuck yeah. with the I also fuck with the fact that they do such a g- good job of doing the extremely gnarly screaming and then the the high uh, like power metal Iron Maiden vocals mm-hmm. like right. dual. It's it's pretty awesome. Number eleven, Obscura coming back with Diluvium on Relapse. Ryan is a huge Obscura fan. Did this one live up to your expectations? This one did, and then some. It's uh, Obscura has been going through a number of liner of um, lineup changes over oh, the yeah, years, yeah. and. Uh, this one sees it yet more changes. And so it's it's always difficult when a band like this is is constantly changing and evolving. But the level of musicians that are involved in this project and the level of musicianship on all the albums always guarantees a really, really strong record. And this one did not disappoint. Well, dude, when we first started doing this back in we started doing a show in 2010. Right. Mm-hmm. And then uh, 2011 Omnivium came out. Blew our minds. Then they kind of shut down for like five or six years. Yep. Their last record was two years ago, Acroesis. Acroe. That was Acroesis. a good one. Yeah. yeah. Really good. But man, so it's, it's, I'm just glad to see them uh, back on the, the uh, touring, writing, album, releasing album cycle. Uh, Obscura is back, is what I hope to say. So that's also, I think, our first trip to Germany on this list, too. I so. think so, too, man. So let's go to number 10. Number 10, man, is a band that is uh, back, and uh, this, well, we're in the top 10, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, so we're going pretty fast here. Pig Destroyer from Maryland, kind of D.C. area. Uh, Scott Hole and Company back with Head Cage on Relapse. I like that this is a little bit different. Um, they've, oh, they've they pissed off so many they've people. They've been switching oh, it up. This band <laughs> has been known for, like, fierce grind, and uh, with, with uh, their last EP, they did sludgy stuff, which was just, like, yeah. kind of bummed some of the more, like, power, like, power powerful like fast 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 grind freaks that are, are fans of pig destroyer so that you knew that they were going to switch it up a little bit and this one uh there's well i mean dude it's been almost 20 years since probably in the yard you, it's, you gotta be able to it's riffier uh it's, it's groovier it's groovier it's it's more it is more riff oriented than previous pig destroyer records have it's been m- it's more of like and, a, uh, honestly i knew i was gonna love this record yeah. before i even heard yeah, it because of how too. many neck yes. grind fans it dude, pissed off when they put that first single out and i listened to it i stopped i just laughed and went i fucking love this and it's gonna piss off so many people and it did it did it's so. like uh pig destroyer heard a pantera record <laughs> <laughs> yeah, after all these years they finally discovered it. All right, number nine, Drawn and Quartered. Uh, this is a band that's been around in the Seattle, the Northwest area. Since the early 90s, man. Yes, early 90s. Been through several uh, incarnations. Our, our One of my best friends, Simon, Simon Dorfman, one of the best drummers in the Northwest, is, is in this band. Yes. And they came up here and uh, talked to us. And, man, I, I just got a lot of respect for these guys. They, they, they did a Japanese tour. They went to Japan and toured, played some festivals out there. They did all kinds of stuff all over the States. They did lots of flyouts. Uh, they played a bunch of festivals and, like, uh, this band has a lot of name recognition, and this record uh, really backed it up. So the one who lurks on Cruciator uh, Records, dude, you gotta check this album out if you're a fan of death metal, technical metal, anything that blasts, anything with, dude, these guys are fucking scary when you see them play live. So Simon being the the newest member of the band, obviously, but Kelly and Herb have been at this for so long. This is like their child. They've seen it grown up, grow up, and they, they've been at it even when, you know, death metal wasn't quote unquote cool, you know, like they were just, they've been grinding it out steadily in the underground and to see them get on so many awesome uh, end of the year lists and everything we had to represent because 
since it's been released, we've been playing this a lot, like at least every other week. Yeah. So, so back to Oakland, baby. What's Sleep. up? Uh, so, Dope Smoker came out in two thousand three, uh, and you know, in all of the albums before Holy Mountain Volume One, Volume Two, uh, dude, the Sciences came out this year. And uh, this is another one of those ones that's kind of hard for us to play because the shortest, best song on this album, 10 minutes long. This is an hard al- to do on the radio, man. I didn't know how this would be. I was I was kind of nervous because I had such high expectations. Sleep was one of those bands that had reunited for a ton of shows. They did a couple songs here and there. They would release a single, and um, I I just had high expectations, and it met them, man. And it wasn't anything out of the box. It was can sleep it was repetitive awesome <laughs> sleep riffs and sleep singing and and songs about weed but it fucking <laughs> ruled and and uh it was released on jack white's record label which is fucking weird but if there was a metal band on this list to do it i'd say it would be sleep ryan i know you're a big fan of that sleep record i am Perfect. Thank you for your review. Yeah, yeah. Thank That's you. my review. I, I like that record. Yes. It's a good record. Yes. Yeah, is I was extremely excited for Sleep to finally <laughs> be putting out new material and it's it's always a little bit nerve-wracking when a band like that that doesn't have a lot of albums out but has a lot of hype has been around for a very long time oh, yeah. steps into the studio to put out a new record. You always cross your fingers that it's going to work out yeah. and that the riffs are going to be sick and that the songs will work out. And uh it was Sleep, the first full-length album in 15 years. <laughs> Sleep delivered hard. Yeah, they did. They could not have knocked it out of the park harder if they tried. They really, really did a great job with that record. Yo, all right. Number seven. It's all you, Ryan. Yes. Number seven, take, The take Mighty Gorod. Your favorite band, right? This has been uh, one of my favorite bands for a very, very long time. One of the first bands that got me into extreme metal and technical death metal way, way back in the day. And it's so... It, it makes me feel so good to see them still doing what they do and doing it so well and finally, finally getting the recognition that they so rightfully deserve for being as good as they are. They really, really stepped it up to the plate with Aethra. It is um, with the addition of their newest vocalist, um, Sorry, I'm I'm looking at the Wikipedia page so I don't mess this up. He's but, high. He was listening to the Sleep album. Right I was, right. I was. Uh, with the addition of their new vocalist, Julian uh, Dereez, uh, he is a historian. He is. Oh, he wow. actually st- has multiple degrees oh, in wow. history, and That's so cool. all their records now have this very historic element to them. He wanders around museums to write lyrics, and uh, this whole record is based around the imagery and the theology of owls throughout the ages. And so, if you go through, you read the lyrics, you look at the art. It's really, really well thought out, just from start to finish. So, if you haven't checked out Gorod, make sure you do it. This record does not disappoint. Number seven. That was number seven, right? Yeah, that was number seven. All right, let's move on, gentlemen, to Poland. Behemoth. Yes. This is a band. I mean, there was so there was so much hype behind Behemoth. They did so many big tours. They've been so uh, huge and monumental uh, for like death and black metal in recent years that there was a lot of hype coming into this record. I know you guys weren't as into it. <laughs> I, like, I feel like I still need more time with this album. I love like, it. Uh, it's a good listen on a rainy day and you're driving. It's it's powerful. It's it's heavy. It's not the fastest record, but uh, it's it's definitely pretty sweet. It's got both black metal and death metal influence. Uh, I, I, I like it a lot. It's not my favorite record of the year, but I feel like it definitely earns uh, its spot at number six. I loved you at your darkest by Behemoth. Yeah, I uh, want to see on what Metal Blade. I want to see what they do with the next album because well, I feel like they have uh, several paths in front of them that they can take. 
And uh, I, I, I feel like this is kind of a, a step in one of those directions, and I look forward to finding out uh, what happens next. They, that said, they did put out a box set this year yes. and a live DVD. That was so. uh, album number 11 from Behemoth. So. Yeah, so check that. That was number six. So All right, cracking into the top You're taking five. this one, dude. You want me to take some Omnivium Gatherum? Omnium uh, Gatherum, dude. Jesus Christ. I was listening um, to num, 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 num. You were listening to Obscura. Yes, clearly. So Omnium Gatherum, man, it was such a great... Uh, this is also one of the only, like, uh, Mellow Death albums on this on this list here. Hey, man, it's the best Mellow Death record of the year. Uh, I know somebody in this room who could probably comment on a little bit of this album. What do you think, right? This is She's one of the ones who got me into this band in the first place, too. So The Burning Cold. I love Cold. this band. Yes. So good. So good. Tell us about the record. We're putting her on the spot again. <laughs> Isn't this the guy from uh, Insomnium? Insomnium, yeah. 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 Is that the songwriter? He's he's the guitar. Oh, player. he's the, so they share a guitar player though. Yeah. Uh, Omnium Gatherum is Latin for a grouping of all things. Okay, mm-hmm. nice. So they're from Finland. Also, uh, they've been around uh, for just I think they hit their twentieth anniversary this year. Also, so good for them. But the Burning Cold Man, really, really cool. And I played you know, this a lot. We played it a lot, and I thought it was really cool how both of you guys actually went to bat harder than I did even. I think that you, you resident, felt like, like you Melodet. had too much uh, like favoritism. Like you were like, eh, right. I can't, I can't. And we were like, dude, we've been playing no. this a lot. It's fucking good record. It's good mellow death. You know, you know who I showed this to? I showed this to Mexi Mike from Section Hate. Are you serious? He loves it. He is That's a big awesome. fan of In Flames and Dark Trank. And you wouldn't think so. He's like a punk, hardcore looking motherfucker. Yeah, he's scary. Face tattoos. And but he is all about this and has been, has been jamming it. So maybe you'll see him in a... Uh, in an Omnium Gathering long that would, sleeve. That would make me smile on right? the inside. <laughs> so that was number five, Omnium Gathering, uh, The Burning Cold on Century Media Records. Number four is Rivers of, I believe, Neil? Nile. 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 Rivers of Nile. And this is, uh, like this nihilistic. is the breakout year for this band because in uh, 2013, they came out with their first record. Uh, tw- it's been five years since then. And where Owls Know My Name saw them just in peak form. These guys are from uh, Reading, Pennsylvania. So some East Coast stuff, some tech death, but then just making it weird, man. There's some saxophone in this album. There is. And, and uh, uh, I think uh, this this album at number four, Rivers of Nile, and then every album after this until number one. This is one of the ones that got the most requests. Oh yeah, for our show all year. Yeah, combined like uh, added up. So Rivers of Nile, where owls know my name. Uh, you know, like Ryan said, it, it, when people make requests, when people put like albums on our radar, you know, we we pay attention to that. So you guys honestly helped put that up at least a few spots to uh, number four, Metal Shops Top Thirty. Uh, Ian, I want you to take this one. Man. All right, World Dane uh, passed away. Late last year, in December of last year, and uh, you know we wanted to, the, you know, it's a hard one because him passing away doesn't have anything to do with coming in at number three on on this list. Uh, he told us late in in that year. Actually, it was uh, February of 2017, the last time we talked to them. So earlier in 2017, when Sanctuary uh, came up to the Metal Shops uh, station. And talked about uh, how they had released, re- uh, how, uh, how uh, Lenny had found their old demos in a soggy box in his barn. Such a crazy story. And so they came in and reissued that. And he was talking to us. The last time we ever saw Worrell was when he said, hey, I'm going to Brazil. And he's like, don't tell anybody. I'm working on my next new solo album. And we're all like, oh, shit, man, this is going to be really, really good. 
And when we found out that he passed away, uh, you know, obviously we're pretty heartbroken. But as time has gone by, it makes me even more sad because we he could have man, this record is so fucking good. And so, like, talently, like, the talent that went into this from all, all members, his friends in Brazil who live down there, yep. his singing is so, so good on this. And they, they were poised for a really, really big hit album and, like, an ability to do a lot of really cool touring. So at number three, uh, we had to put Shadow Work uh, coming in from Century, uh, Century Media Records. Honestly, um, I... It, it's just, it's a heartbreaker, man. This, if, okay, so... I'm going to say if we were a radio show in Southern California and we weren't so connected as a show to this album, it might not have been so high on the list. But the fact that every time you or Ryan or I or Ian or right, right. any of us are to listen to this album, it's going to give us goosebumps yeah. because we were there in the studio for his last interview and we know how hard this album hits us and and it gives us a different feel and i feel like there's so many people that that are champions of sanctuary and and of of nevermore, nevermore yeah. and of Worrell that listen every week on metal shop i mean shout out to our man todd who literally every week will shout out <laughs> and will request a world dane song so it's important that we live on that we make this uh this name live on we put him in such a high number because it's an important record for us for seattle for the northwest and for metal and just uh, R.I.P. World Dane, man. And the one thing I will say is I, I really, like you, uh, to elaborate, I don't want this to slip through the cracks. Exactly. You know what I mean? Because it could have been so much bigger uh, had he been able to tour on it and, and, and make other things happen. But a Northwest legend, you know, passed. So at least if you're hearing this, raise your horns, raise a glass or whatever to... Uh, to the memory of Mr. World Day, number three. We're coming down to it, man. And uh, we're, we're going at number two, a band from Sweden, classic band. And uh, they could have easily crapped the bed because they <laughs> they uh, lost one of their founding members. And this uh, yep. they came out with Jonas Stahlhammer, who uh, joined in 2017. He joined at the gates. They came out with To Drink the Night to the Night Itself. To Drink from the Night Itself. My bad. I'm getting ahead of myself. Uh, at the Gates, brand new record. <laughs> It's 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 melodic. It's awesome. Like at the gates is uh, used to. We're used to, and it's it's good, man. It's good. Fucking at the gates. That's what it needed to be. And they just came to town and with Behemoth and, and crushed it. Yeah, man. They're so, solid. So good. The the songs on this record are still definitely. Yeah, they're they're top form, man. And and it was almost there, but there was another record that 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 uh, kind of edged them out for number one. It's also a classic band. Ian, why don't you, uh, Ian Ryan, why don't you take this one? All right, forty four years old. This band turned forty four years old this year. Judas Priest, yes, number one. This, this should year. not Wait. have been this good. So, <laughs> I want everybody listening to this to take a moment and think of every forty-four-year-old that you know. <laughs> I don't. Want How to. many of those people are going as hard and is playing as, are playing as hard and writing as good of music as Judas Priest no are one. after forty-four years of being in a band? No, maybe. I mean, no, no, no one. Who else would have been on that list? Maybe ACDC at one point. Scorpions. Scorpions, easily. Yeah. But, dude, Firepower is hard as nails. It crushes. This record is so, so good. We're, like, so stoked to be able to uh, know that they're coming back in 2019. And uh, we saw them last year. And it was so, so good, man. Firepower, number one. And, like, look, there are a lot of people. If you're listening, you made it this far. First of all, thank you for (laughs) listening to this podcast. Second of all, understand that there are a lot of things that go into this list. And so if you're sitting there going, well, f*** you, man. What about such and such band? 
hey, it doesn't mean we don't like those bands. There are so many. How many bands do we have? 250 bands? So many bands. And we were... had to cut all, you know, how many of those 220 bands off this list that we're all aware of, that we all love. And we all, you know, we had a little battle royale about, you know, who would be on, who wouldn't yeah. be on it. And keep in mind that we all have our own personal list of bands that right. we enjoyed on this record uh, this year round. Um, out of my own personal list, I think maybe three, four made it onto the metal shop Same. list. <laughs> and it's, 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 it's like that every year for all three of us. Yep. You know, a lot goes into this list and it's not about our own personal tastes. So, hey, thank you, though, for listening to Metal Shop this year, for making those requests. And if you feel like uh, you got something to say, hey, our phone lines are always open, man. 206-421-ROCK, man. Yeah, so call us on Saturday nights. Let us know what you think. You know, tell us to go f*** ourselves. I don't care. I would love to hear that. Speak for yourself. It hurts. It hurts my fee I want to hear about the band that you think should have been on this list that none of us are aware of. I want to hear that record. Or hit us up on Facebook or anywhere else. But that being said, we got to go do the show. We got to actually go do the top 30 episodes. So we recorded this beforehand. And and now we're going to go get actually yelled at. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to crack open a bang energy drink and uh, f*** you guys. Cool. Hey, go f*** yourselves. Hey, set set up. Thanks for sitting in. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) It's good to have you around. All right. So, hey, we'll see you guys again in in the new year. Happy New Year. Yeah. And uh, we'll see you in 2019. This has been Metal Shop's uh, Backstage Pass. Peace. This has been Metal Shop's Backstage Pass.